Hey guys, thanks for listening. This is our first ever podcast. I have uh, Joe with me. This is Kelly and Joe from Cabin Coffee. And wow, it's been a ride. We've been open for five years. I can't believe we've actually made it five years. We thought we'd kick off our five-year anniversary by doing this podcast in the first of our series. It's going to be fun. We have a lot of visitors, a lot of guests with us today. I have people from River Prairie, Mike and the Mayor, Brendan, and then I have some financial folks that I asked to come in because how is it possible to even borrow a million dollars to start a business? It's it's a little crazy, but here we are. We made it. Joe, tell me, what did you think when I t- came home and told you that I was going to open a coffee shop in the River Prairie? Well, if I remember correctly, you came home and said, hey, guess what? We're going to open a coffee shop in River Prairie. And my response was, cool, I'm going to open a brewery in River Prairie. We can be neighbors. (laughs) Ultimately, you got the uh, coffee shop and I'm still waiting on my brewery. (laughs) Well, that could be next. Don't tempt me. Uh, Yeah, so five years. Uh, It's been just kind of a crazy ride uh, from not really ever having a business or owning a business or ever wanting to own a business um, and then having to... Um, learn how to lead people, how to, um, you know, just run the business aspect of it was so far away from my norm or my wheelhouse. Uh, it, there were some stressful times, there was, uh, some rewarding times and there's been losses and victories along the way, but for the most part, it's been kind of an enjoyable ride. Um, that's been the last five years. And we're going to keep on chugging along here and keep on doing another five years. Well, I think it really comes down to the people involved. I mean, this community is awesome. So thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of our community and part of our coffee shop experience. We couldn't do it without you and our baristas. We have amazing staff and um, we get a lot of feedback from our staff. They're they're uh, great to work with. And um yeah, they put their heart and soul in, in working here at the coffee shop as well. So that's kind of why I decided to bring on the guests that we have, just to thank them and to talk about all the changes that have happened, because it's only been five years, and I feel like it's been forever. I mean, we opened in what, 2018, mm-hmm. August-ish, September? And yeah, that first year was rough. I mean... It was very rough. Um, the unknown, the unforeseen things that uh, pop up when you are opening a business. Um, I believe the first winter uh, was the worst winter in the history of Wisconsin in 2018. Uh, we opened up late in the summer in August, and we really didn't have a time to to get a cushion for financing. And that first winter uh, was tremendous. It was 50 degrees below zero, or it was snow up to your knees every day. Um, snow removal was its a real thing. It's a real expense that we didn't foresee. Yeah, I remember. I think i think we lost like 80 grand that year, and we we're like, ooh, okay, we can do this. Keep chugging along. Not every business makes money right away. We, we got to withstand. Started to turn things around, and then what? COVID happened after that. Then COVID happened, and uh, you know we had one of those situations where <clears throat> financially we weren't going to be able to close our doors and maintain. So uh, we, you know, had to close our lobby, but we were considered essential. So we had to drive through, and we have food and coffee, and uh, it's uh, had to just go all in. 
I remember you coming in and uh, making coffee in the morning before work and leaving, and I would slide in and work the rest of the day with one or two other people. So Yeah, thank uh, God for that drive-through. Yeah, no doubt. That's the one thing that saved us in uh, during COVID. So that was uh, a learning experience. I, I just tell people that we've been baptized in fire. Um, we're hardened. Um, our staff is because we've been able to navigate the waters relatively, I mean, pretty good with some hard work, um, but yeah, and some grit and some stubbornness. And for the most part, that's kind of how we've done it since we've opened. Yeah, I think things are pretty smooth now. Let's just keep it that way. No major things happening and, and we'll be set. But Smooth is good. All right. Well, coming up um, in the first part of our segment here, like I said, I'm bringing Mike Golat and Brendan Pratt on the show just to talk about all the things that have changed in this area. River Prairie, when I first, when you and I first looked at this area, there was, what, five, six businesses at the mm-hmm. most. A lot of it was field yet. Um, yeah, it's changed quite a bit. So I'm excited to hear all the things that they have going on, what's coming up. And then, like I said, I have some financial people. Luke Kempen couldn't be with us here today, but um, he helped us develop a business plan. And that we used to get a, a loan from Wisconsin. Bryce helped us out, connected us with Mike Dykeman, Toby from the Regional Business Funds. And uh, together, they really just came together to help us uh, get here. So um, I appreciate them. I appreciate all of you guys. Like I said, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part and coming into the coffee shop. And I'm excited to hear what they have to say. All right. We're back with Mike Golot and Brendan Pratt from River Prairie. I'm excited to hear what's going on, guys, about the River Prairie area and how much has changed, what you have coming up. But first, a question for you, Mike. I remember five years ago, actually more than that, because we've been open for five years. I remember a breakfast when you were presenting the River Prairie. And I came up, I was like, I have not, I don't see a coffee shop or some kind of food, like more food in the area. And I remember you saying, I can't believe someone hasn't opened a coffee shop yet. And I told you what, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that moment? Well, of course, um, we had uh, a lot of fits and starts in the history of River Prairie. So, of course, I'm always uh, a little reserved, enthusiastic, but, but reserved when someone comes forward. Especially, you know, when you came forward and your background wasn't in restaurants and coffee. Um, you know, you had a f- whole other profession and uh, so, you know, I, I, was, I was optimistic, but um, didn't know if it was going to happen. So <laughs> I was really grateful that it, that it did, of course. That's fair. That's fair. I think I called your office, set up a meeting, and then Joe and I came in, and it got a little bit more real. And then Brendan and others started to join the conversation, and here we are. But I laugh about that story all the time, and as we said earlier, I came home and told Joe the same thing, and he also thought I was crazy. <laughs> Still sometimes do. Yeah. Crazy with uh, the things that we uh, get ourselves into 100%. So. Yep. It, but it's been good. It's been a fun ride. It's been really good. And, yeah, we wanted to thank you guys. But So what's going on in River Prairie these days? Well, we continue to build out. I think the only lot that we have less left is, is the one right next to you, which is going to be a candy shop and uh, some apartments. 
Um, and of course, it's all about activating the, the park space now and getting people down here. Um, we have a lot of fun events. We've had a lot of our concert series, of course, continues to be great and so well embraced by the community, something that the, the mayor started and um, has become very popular. The, the big event that we have coming up this fall is, um, of course, our ginormous pumpkin festival on September 23rd. Uh, it's been an, become an annual event that people look forward to, and it's, it's one of the biggest pumpkin way-offs in the whole world, actually. I think a couple of years ago, we were number two in the whole world with regard to the number and total weight of pumpkins that we, we, we weighed there. Wow. And that's the Pumpkin Festival is Mike's idea, and it's really grown into a very popular uh, event. Uh, Mike used to be uh, trying to grow the biggest pumpkin in, in the neighborhood, but I think he's falling short in the last few years. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, it's just another another event to bring people down to the River Prairie area, and it's just another great September fall event and. Uh, we we couldn't be happier for all the events that are going on around River Prairie. Now, did you guys have a vision of what you wanted this to be like when you were planning this area? Yeah, so that's that's a good question. I, I think um, I was just going to talk about that, how coffee fits into that. When, when we envisioned River Prairie, um, we based on the um, placemaking principles, and what that generally means is you need to create as many things for as wide a demographic as possible to activate public space and um, bring people to business. And to me, the, what that means is tapping into things that people are passionate about, right? So music and art and um, fitness and family and kids, um, all those things and food um, and certainly coffee. People are so, so passionate about coffee. So since, since the beginning of, of uh, planning for River Prairie as we developed the plan, we um, hoped that someone would um, make River Prairie their home and bring coffee with them. And we've been so lucky to have you. What I like about Cabin Coffee is that you're, you're, you're local. Everyone knows you. Everyone, um, you know, you talk about Cabin Coffee. Oh, those guys, Joe's over there every day, and it's just just awesome. And I hear so many um, just good customer service stories, and I think that's what sets you apart from some of the other uh, coffee shops in town. Is that that customer service, and that it really is is home to a lot of people that want to come every morning and have their coffee. Yeah, we were definitely looking as a council, looking at trying to get businesses in here that were local, that people knew. And we didn't want, you know, franchise operations where corporate headquarters were in St. Louis or wherever. We wanted homegrown. We wanted people that lived in the community, that operated in the community. So we're just fortunate to have you guys and, and others like you in the River Prairie development. And we, we thought of River Prairie as... Uh, you know, a place that people could live, work, eat, and be in the community, be part of this River Prairie community. So we're very fortunate you guys are here. I don't know who did the planning, but when I look at this area and how beautiful it is between the creek and the, the trail and everything that you guys managed to fit in it, 
I'm amazed because I just think of this area and I, I'm like, how did, how in the world did you plan it to turn out so beautiful? It's awesome. Yeah. I, again, it, it came back to um, e- even before my time, the council provided the leadership for the vision of this. Um, it was planned to be a mixed use um, development from the very beginning with, you know, a mix of housing, um, businesses, both service businesses and retail and uh, restaurants. And, um, you know, we I think we struck a good balance in terms of, you know, w- we have a lot of locals, but Quick Trip's important. Quick Trip's very important as a traffic driver. Woodman's is very important as a traffic driver. We struck a, a very uh, good and deliberate balance between those um, local com- uh, companies that make us unique. You know, we, we wanted, when people pulled off the highway and pulled into our development, that they knew that they were in Altoona, right? And um, not just any old um, off-ramp anywhere in the United States with all the franchises. So that, that was a big part of what we've done. You know, our partnerships as well. We had partnerships with the DNR on projects, with the Boy Scouts, with the veterans, of course, these are things that make the River Prairie very unique. Um, investment in the arts, um, partnership with Visit Eau Claire, that's been a, another big part of the story. Um, and of course, River Prairie Center a- activating, uh, having our own place for events, which has been very, very popular and again is another uh, traffic driver down here. I mean, every weekend all summer, there there's uh, weddings that stay at the hotel. That's that's really important for our, um, you know, for our businesses. They might walk over here and get some coffee, or you use you guys for coffee in the morning. So, yeah, one one real quick story. This last Wednesday, you know, with the talking about the music festivals down here, you know, it it started to rain and it rained hard. It was raining and blowing, and um, but the. You know the people are already here, and they like. Yeah, and I was surprised when it came down around six, and people were huddling underneath the tent. And in fact, there were people out underneath the umbrellas, and it was raining and hard. And it's like, man, you guys are either crazy or you're just super <laughs> diehard fans to put go through that and sit out in the rain. But people really love being down here. They love the concert. They love, you know, being part of River Prairie. So I. Um, and, but it's all part of a family down here. So it's, it's pretty fun and pretty unique to see the people that are enjoying this whole development and being part of it. So I, I, was, I told them, I said, you guys are crazy, but I guess they're diehard fans. They just don't want to give up. So it's great to see everybody down here. But I think it's a, it's a tribute, too, to you guys in your foresight of this development of this area. Um, I have friends all over the state, all over the country from uh, when I played football, and they know Altoona, Wisconsin, because of River Prairie. They've been here, they've passed through, they stopped by. So uh, when they ask, where is Cabin Coffee, I'm so proud to say we are in River Prairie in Altoona, Wisconsin. And uh, people either, oh, I've heard of that, or have been here and said, oh, that place is beautiful. I love walking along the river. I mean, there's so many attributes that bring people here um, in, like you said, a wide variety. And I think you guys just did an outstanding job on on the design and yeah of course there's trials and tribulations in any sort of yeah. undertaking of 
something of this magnitude, but you guys hit a home run here. Um, just did a great well, job. Those are kind words. I was. This reminds me of a story. My son Jacob and I were uh, in South Dakota a couple of years ago, North North Dakota, um, Teddy Roosevelt Park, and we were uh, we were hiking, and we ran into people, and they were from the East Coast, and um, they traveled from the East Coast to get out there, and uh, they said, "Where are you from?" And I said, "Altoona, Wisconsin." They said. Oh, we ate at 44 North when we came through there. <laughs> I'm like, well, why'd you eat at 44 North? Well, we read the reviews and we read about the area and we, that's where we wanted to stop. So that was really interesting. That's awesome. Well, guys, check it out. If you haven't been to River Prairie, I encourage everyone to come down and, and check it out because it is beautiful. We thank you guys so much. For all intents and purposes, I think you made it pretty easy. For us, anyway, being that we didn't know what we were doing. We weren't in the restaurant or coffee business before, and you helped us. You made you helped us walk through it and uh, got us here. So we appreciate you. We appreciate w- what you've done for this community. And uh, yeah, check it out. Well, we're we're very grateful to have you here. Thank you. And because I do not handle the financing at all. When it comes to cabin coffee, uh, that is the wife or the work of my wife. Um, I do the day to day, and I'm gonna hand it over to her, and we can introduce our next guest. Sounds good, and yeah, honestly, I've been in business a long time, but when it comes to borrowing money, I had no idea what I was doing. In fact, I didn't know how much this was gonna cost after I got my quote from Royal, and I looked at the dollar amount. I was a little intimidated. And I thought, well, let's see what crazy person borrows me a million dollars to see if we can get this up and running. And I, but I felt good about it. I had a good plan. Tried a couple places. Ultimately, I ended up with you, Bryce. Walk me through how you guys got me the fun, us the funds and what that looked like. Yeah. Well, good morning. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for the opportunity to be here and congratulations on your five years. It's been a great Thank project you. and successful, obviously. Um, my name is Bryce Mead. I'm with Wisconsin Credit Union. I've been in the industry about 25 years and uh, mostly commercial lending. Um, so um, it was it was uh, a project that um, Kelly and Joe developed uh, a good, thorough business plan. They did a lot of research. Um, it was a project that involved real estate uh, construction and some equipment and just uh, with some experience and, and uh, kind of recognize it, a project that um, could be done maybe conventionally or um, uh, partner on a, the SBA 504 program. And we'll get into that a little bit. So uh, it, it was a nice, uh, it, it was a recipe for success. So it was a great location, um, a good business plan, and most importantly, good people. Uh, Kelly and Joe have a strong acumen um, they were easy to work with. Um, it takes a little bit of capital as well. So we just tried to formulate a, a, a meaningful uh, financing structure and then help, in, help bring in some other partners on the project. So I'll pass this over to Mike. Yeah, thanks, Bryce. I'm Mike Dykman with WBD. That used to stand for Wisconsin Business Development. Now it's just WBD. But um, we, we fly pretty far under the radar. Um, we're one of about uh, between 150 to 200 certified development companies around the nation. But we bring the, the SBA's 504 pro- program to the public 
and uh, we're always in partnership with a bank or credit union, so we're not competing with them at all. And this was really a, a perfect, I've, I've used Joe and Kelly's uh, project as an example uh, in talking with people where you bring multiple players to the table. In this case, you've got the main lender, Bryce, here at Wisconsin, and then ourselves, and then we also brought uh, the Regional Business Fund, which is offered by West Central Wisconsin Regional Planning Commission, all coming together to basically accomplish the same goal. And uh, not to get too far into the weeds here, but basically with the SBA 504 program, um, it's meant to be a win-win for the for the lender, uh, Wisconsin, um, because our financing comes in in a subordinate position or behind them in a lien position. Um, but also then for the borrowers, uh, being able to bring less cash to the table is always a good thing. And then to also access a long-term fixed rate on up to uh, generally between 30 and 40% of the project. Um, and even with that, with that lower down payment, the, the money from regional business fund can actually count towards that. So the more we can um, uh, let Joe and Kelly hang on to you know some of their own cash for some fallback and for working capital and things like that is always better. So it was a, just a really uh, a good partnership with, with Bryce at Wisconsin, Toby Lemahue from regional planning. Um, it just came together really nicely. So speaking of rates, which I really appreciate the rate you guys provided at the time. I mean, I'm still hanging on to some of that. I have the SBA loan at a fixed long-term rate, like you mentioned. What are rates these days? Uh, great question, Kelly. So um, in general, um, rates have doubled from about a year ago. Um, you could see now you have a long, a long 25-year uh, fixed rate term. Shorter term rates, fixed rates kind of range from maybe the high fives to on up to seven and a half, eight percent, depending on the project. Um, there's a lot of variables, um, and duration is a is a part of that. Um, right now, there's shorter term rates are higher. So I'm talking one to three years is kind of higher than um, a little further out five year rates. So it's an inverted okay. yield curve. So, okay. but in general, prime is to eight and a half now. So, but we see like commercial borrowing rates, you know, in the sixes. So, so. And, and on our end, like you said, even pre-COVID, our rates were real low, down around 4%. And then when COVID hit, they actually got down below 3%. And so for a period of a couple of years there, we were, we were lending money anywhere from high twos to 4%. Wow. And now, yeah, it was, it, was, it was crazy, but it was good for the borrowers. And now in the last year and a half or so, our rates have gone up into the low to mid sixes, which historically is still a really good rate, especially fixed for 20 or 25 years. It's just that people got kind of spoiled by the, by the COVID rates. So, um, yeah. So would you say if someone was thinking about opening a business or taking out a commercial loan, personal loan, is now still a good time? What are we looking at? And I mean, nobody has a crystal ball, I'm sure, but what, what are your thoughts on mm -hmm. that? Uh, yeah, I would say um, it still takes the fundamentals, you know, um, I think the Triple Valley is going to continue to grow. There's still opportunities in market for a wide range of business businesses. Um, labor force is still kind of an issue and supply chain in some industries. But I would say absolutely if it's um, if it has the, the right recipe and you know, there's I think there's always an opportunity 
um, to start a business. Yeah. And you guys are so good about working with people. I mean, you you really helped us. Like, tell us this is a good idea. Tell us that this is going to work. And between the planning we did and your input, um, we felt pretty confident. But I, I think that's where you guys are really helpful in, in making sure people have a good plan. Well, and, and sometimes you have to... Um, Sometimes you're helping someone by saying this isn't a good plan or you need to go back and do something else. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where we, uh, you know, fairly regularly will refer folks to the Small Business Development Center uh, for help with their business plan and their projections. And uh, folks that aren't necessarily, they may have a good concept, but they're just not ready for it to take the plunge. And so, you know, we like to think it's, it's never fun to try, you know, rain on someone's parade. But we think that maybe with some work, you know, there's a way to get there. Um, so that's, I guess, just part of our job. Yeah, we might have to have Luke on here from, uh, what is it called again? The, the SBDC. Yeah, Small Business Development Center. Um, he's got this workbook. It has multiple tabs. He helps you with research. It's, it's pretty awesome. So. Yeah, it's a good, uh, my compliments, or our compliments to, to Luke and his team and, um, and Mike and their team helped make the process um, go pretty smoothly. Um, you know, there was construction going on. I think Kelly, during that process, she changed jobs. So lots of different things uh, happening. And uh, it's already five years ago, so great project. Yeah. And, and I also just have to mention, we never know for sure how a business is gonna go, especially you know, if it's a startup, we have nothing to look back on. But when we receive a, an application and a business plan, there's some clues there that we get. And for, for example, some people, you know, like, okay, this is necessary evil paperwork. And that was not the case with you. It was very thorough, very well prepared. Um, and, and I believe you would have had some support from your franchisor in, in some help for you know, just the cabin coffee concept. And then when you mentioned, hey, we, we need a drive through, even though that's gonna cost, I'm sure, every day you would say, okay, there's no way we would want to do this without the drive-through, right? Oh, absolutely. A drive-through is a huge component. We were talking about that earlier, just between COVID. But regardless, in general, we have a lot of our business, I would say about 60% of our business is drive-through, which is amazing. Um, took a little learning curve. I mean, we actually toast the bagel to make a bagel sandwich and you know, assemble a wrap to make a breakfast wrap. So sometimes it takes that extra minute or two, but I think people, once they try your products, they realize, okay, it's worth that extra minute waiting for because it it's fresh. So, but the drive-through is a big deal. I just gotta say that we uh, approached many banks for when we first opened up um, and uh, no one was willing to loan us any money, Kel. So uh, we <laughs> went to uh, Bryce at Wisconsin and uh, you know, we just kind of just feeling out like who would possibly do this again. This is not our background. It's not our history. I knew nothing about this. Um, and uh, met with Bryce, walked us through, introduced us to Mike, and the whole system itself was done behind the scenes by them, which is a credit to you guys, um, especially for us not having any idea what we were doing. You guys made the process so simple. Um, and just this is your next steps do this do this and uh, walk this through and uh, so anybody out there who is trying to or thinking about opening a business and don't know where to go or how to do it uh, Bryce at Wisconsin and Mike there's some people to talk to 
I'm pretty sure it's it's a good thing you're a great brorista and a good <laughs> business owner because uh, during that time we just had you show up and sign the dotted line. I mean, that's that's all you really had to do at that part, Joe. Absolutely. I have a face for radio. Yeah. For anyone uh, unfamiliar with Joe's size and stature, <laughs> his uh, speed and strength and UW Badger football background, law enforcement background, del- delivering anything but a loan approval was out of the question. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I was I was like, okay, there's got to be a way to say yes on this one. I don't want to know uh, what uh, what happens if we say no. <laughs> yep, um, it is a, a gift and a curse sometimes, but I used it as a gift this time. Well, we appreciate you guys coming in. Thank you so much. If anyone needs help, give them a call. They'll be able to walk you through anything. But uh, Thanks for coming into Cabin Coffee, and we'll talk to you soon. And as you know, we call this uh, podcast the uh, the roast. So um, we we are a roastery at Cabin Coffee. So we roast our beans fresh on site from all over the world. They come in green, and we are a roastery. So um, for our guests today, uh, a thanks to them for giving up their time and coming in and chatting with us. Uh, We sent them off with a one-pound bag of cabin breakfast coffee roasted right here in cabin coffee. So thanks to our guests.